This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Last night's Republican presidential debate in Miami turned out to be one of the most civil and substantive of the campaign. It also featured one of the most extended discussions of trade policy. Texas Senator Ted Cruz made it clear he opposes the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but he slammed front-runner Donald Trump for his threats to impose 45-cent anti-dumping duties on Chinese exports. Cruz pointed out that such tariffs would raise prices on average consumers. Trump stuck to his threat against China, and at one point during the debate, he blamed the bad trade deals for the anger and violence at his rallies. Florida Senator Marco Rubio, who is fighting for his political life in next Tuesday's primary, drew cheers from the hometown crowd by forcefully criticizing President Obama's efforts to normalize relations with Cuba. The GMO battle is taking to the air. As the leaders of the Senate Agriculture Committee continue negotiations on a compromised GMO disclosure bill, both sides are hitting the airways ahead of next week's expected debate on the Senate floor. Consumers Union, the publisher of Consumer Reports, opposes the legislation. They've started running radio ads in states of key senators. The industry-backed Coalition for Safe, Affordable Food will be airing TV and digital ads in several states and the nation's capital in the coming days as well. President Obama raising cool repeal with Trudeau. President Obama raised the issue of country boards and labeling during yesterday's visit by Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. A White House statement, however, gives no indication that Canada has agreed to give up its authority from the WTO to impose retaliatory tariffs over the U.S. cool program. Congress agreed in December to repeal the mandatory cool rules, but some lawmakers are seeking to establish a voluntary labeling program and to discourage that Canadian producers are urging their government to retain the retaliatory authority. The White House says the two countries, quote, have shared interest in a return to a fully integrated North American market for cattle and for hogs. White House Herbs Michigan Wine made the menu. Canadian guests at last night's state dinner for Trudeau included a familiar face to many in U.S. agriculture. Ralph Goodale, a former agriculture minister who is now the Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness. The menu for the dinner included ice wine from Michigan, much to the delight of the Senate Agriculture Committee's top Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, who tweeted out her approval of the selection. The 2013 vintage sells online for $70 a bottle. A new forecast, but the same gloom on the farm outlook. Farm income is likely to stay flat for some years to come. That according to a new annual forecast from the University of Missouri's Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute. The economists project net farm income this year at $56 billion. It's about the same amount as last year. They don't see farm earnings rising much at all over the next 10 years when adjusted for inflation. The price of this year's corn crop is expected to average three seventy-five a bushel. Other estimates for 2016 include eight seventy-three a bushel for soybeans, four ninety-seven for wheat, and fifty-six nine a pound for cotton. House Democrats are warning the GOP on SNAP. Some 129 House Democrats have signed a letter urging Republicans not to propose cuts to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program in a new budget resolution. The lawmakers say in a letter to the Budget Committee of the House leaders that turning SNAP over to the states to run means that they would be faced with impossible choices when needs outstrip the funding. 
Do they cut benefits or do they place children and seniors on waiting lists for food assistance? Peruvian pomegranates for anyone? Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is leading a trade mission to South America next week. He'll be taking some good news with him, according to AgriPulse Bill Thompson. USDA has decided that fresh Peruvian pomegranates and figs are safe to import, and the department will begin accepting public comments on the decision on March 14th. It's the same day Vilsack and a group of agriculture industry leaders arrive in Peru. U.S. agriculture exports to Peru and Chile have been rising sharply in recent years. USDA said the goal of the four-day trip will be to expand export opportunities even further with the two countries. Both are participants in the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Well, here's today's He Said It. He won't take on ethanol. It's Ted Cruz citing biofuel policy as an issue where Donald Trump won't challenge special interest. That's Daybreak for this Friday, March 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.